I'm going to teach you how to love tonight. Cool? First, I want you to turn to Matthew 22, verse 37. Until it's fall, you guys are really relaxed. You guys are chill. It's fall. You said Matthew 22? 22. My dad just called me and killed Don't pull that again. Okay, we got it. Everybody there? I titled this. I titled this message, and we'll see if it actually fulfills this title. But I titled this. Uh, you guys with me? Yes. I titled this "The Lover Named Jesus." Okay. I just want to talk about how how much He loves us and how much we should give in return and shine a little light on shine a little light. Shine a little light on a couple things. Okay? Yep. Hey, and I want to just say something. I watched Kanye's Sunday service, and I'm not going to lie, it was actually kind of cool. Really? He shared his testimony, and I was like, okay, cool. And am I therefore condoning that? No, but I just wanted to share it. Their worship was off the freaking chain. It was it was incredible. Mm-hmm. They had this whole choir, and it was awesome. It was beautiful. I thought it was more of Jesus than Jesus, but it was a lot of Jesus. It was it was very actually comforting to me. I kind of wrote him up as a as a jerk, which I think he is a jerk, but maybe something maybe the Lord's doing something. You know, Justin Bieber used to be much more of a jerk, and now That's the true. Lord did something with him. Yep. He's still a jerk, but. <laughs> So am I. I was going to say, like, so, like, so am I. Um, there's worse people, and I'm probably one of them. But I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, I want to talk about love tonight. Let me just read this and uh, show you the importance behind it before we talk about it. Ready? Yep. 37 says, And he said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the great and the first commandment. Okay? Sounds pretty important, yeah? Yeah. This is the great and the first. You see how important love is. Mm -hmm. And loving God. It's very, very important. Okay? Um, Or else Jesus Jesus wouldn't have said that. Yes? Love Jesus with everything. Heart mind, soul. What's that look like? What's it mean to love Jesus with all your heart? Give me one word. Cool. That's okay. That's okay. Affection. What comes from your heart? Usually a relationship and an affection. Yes? Yeah. Um, And then it says mind. What's it mean mind? Loving the Lord with all my mind. My thought life. Right? What was the scripture where our mind is supposed to be a filter to our heart? We did a couple weeks. Yeah, I don't remember what it was. Jaden, you remember? James, Jim, yeah. James. It was like 
Kidney. They said kidney, and it's like a, yeah. Yeah. I'll look for it. Yeah, find that. It's probably in your notes. I yeah. think you were the one who talked about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so our mind is supposed to truly be a filter to everything else that our body does. Do you understand that? Mm-hmm. So if you don't know truth, you can't filter truth. Did you hear me say that? Mm-hmm. All you freaking weird mystics that are in my room right now? <laughs> Did you hear me? My new agers who are in the room right now? If I don't know truth... I can't filter truth. When something that is false hits my mind, I should know that it's false. Or that I haven't discovered it, or the Lord hasn't illuminated it yet. Okay? Does that make sense? Don't be weird. Yes? Let, uh, okay. Cool. Um, Loving the Lord with all my soul. What's that mean? Actions. Actions, okay. Yeah. All of my soul. That means I have Holy Spirit taking over my body at this point. Yeah? So, when I love the Lord with all my heart, I have an affection towards Him. Right? When I love the Lord with all of my mind, I can filter out the things that aren't Him. When I love the Lord with all my soul, just like you said, I can work with Him. It's action. Yes? This is perfectly displayed by who? Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's His command, so He better be upholding it, right? Out of all the commands that are in Scripture, yes, over a hundred, maybe even over a thousand, He says this is the greatest and the first. This is Jesus saying it. Do, do you understand the weight of this? Mm-hmm. Loving the Lord with all of my heart, mind, and soul is the greatest and the first commandment that we are designed to live for. Right? Yeah. It would be really weird if I, if, if the Lord commanded us to do something that we weren't capable of. Right? It seems unfair. It's really jacked up, actually. It's like teasing. It's like taunting with a carrot, right? And saying, oh, almost got it. Like that commercial, Geico commercial, I think. Oh, almost got it. State Farm? Hmm, I don't know. I don't like State Farm. So, right? That's the way way it goes. I can obtain these things. I can obtain loving the Lord with all my heart, mind, and soul. Do you understand this? Okay? To love Jesus, we have to understand His love for us. Who has felt or knows the love of Jesus? Right? That's step one. Right? If you understand how much Jesus loves you, then you can love him back. Right? We'll talk about that in a a little. But like, let me shed some light on this. He loves you so much that he died for you. And I know that's just like, oh yeah, we're at church, so that's a normal thing that I hear every single time we're at church. But like, actually stop, pause, he died for you. He laid his life down for you. He bled for you. He said, I'll go to that cross for you. I will get that crown of thorns nailed into my skull for you. Because why? I love you. And then even more so, the Father said, I'm going to send my one and only Son for you. 
my prized possession for you. I'm going to watch him get beat. I'm going to watch him get ridiculed. I'm going to watch rumors be spread about him. I'm going to watch all of these things for you. I'm going to watch my son get hung on a cross. I'm going to watch him cry so hard that he cried blood for you. And then he loves you so much that he's actually going to turn his face away from Jesus for a little bit for you. Do you understand the weight of it? Like it's not just like, oh yeah, he died for me. Oh, Jesus loves me, this I know. Uh, no, it's more than that. It's like very, very important. You know? There's no greater love than this. There's no greater love than this. Than one brother laying their lives down for somebody else. If I'm a son of God, then Jesus is my brother. Yes? That's the family tree, correct? That's the way it goes. Cool? He's my brother. He died for me, for you, for that person you really can't stand. <laughs> he died for them. I, again, it's something that we have heard 5,000 times, but do we understand how much that actually means? Right? Like, Zach, would you die for me? Yes. Come on. Yeah. You, like, hardly know me. You're still a pastor. <laughs> <laughs> One of the boys. You ruined my illustration. <laughs> Give me a better example. I don't think anybody's going to say no to that question right now. They were being honest. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, it's important. Like, it's laying, he laid his life down for you. You know? He left heaven for you. Jesus did. He left heaven for you. I don't, I, I've said this before, but once I get to heaven, I'm not going to be thinking about coming back to earth. That's going to be my last thought. But he had that thought so he could have intimacy with you. And to portray how much he loves you. Right? This is so, so important. I, I feel like I could just talk about this the whole entire night. It's so important. This is the gospel. He loves you. That's the gospel. He loves you. He wants you. And he wants your love back. He wants it back. When you love something, you spend a lot of time with that something. Yes? Yeah. Like Andrew loves video games. He spends time with video games. Right? So it goes. When Madison loves me, she wants to spend a lot of time with me. Right? <laughs> Thank you. Just making sure. Right? We, like, it's not like you're friends with people that you just like, oh, yeah, they're all right. No, you love them, and I want to hang out with them. Yeah, there's all right features about them. But, like, you love them still. Right? Jesus looks at us and says, yeah, there's all right features about them. But I love you. Right? I love you. I'm willing to do anything for you. Right? That loyalty. Jesus was so loyal to us. Do you understand that? Right? And all He wants in return is for us to be loyal to Him. Right? When, I, when we love something, we dedicate ourselves to that person or that thing or that something. Yes? Yeah. It's the way we're designed to be. 
That's how we're straight up designed to be. We're supposed to be in love with Jesus. And then what happens? Our mind, our heart, our soul get then captivated by Jesus. And then that commandment happens really simply. Does that make sense? Yeah. Cool. I could stop now, but I'm not going to. Um, go to Luke 10, 38. I read this a couple weeks ago. I don't know if you guys remember. It was uh, after worship? Before worship? During worship? Luke 10, 38. It says, Now, everybody there? Am I moving too fast? Tell me if I'm moving too fast. I'm just really excited to talk about this, so let me slow down. This is a really important passage in Scripture that we need to take to heart tonight. And I want to hone in on two words in this entire chunk and bring some light to it. Okay? Everybody there? Cool. It reads, Now as they went on their way, Jesus entered a village, and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister named Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to his teaching. But Martha was distracted with much serving, and she went up to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her, tell her to help me. But the Lord answered, You are anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken away from her. So often, we lose track of what's really, really important. Right? We lose track. Mary, right? Mary had it figured out. Mary had it figured out. She sat at the feet of Jesus. His presence was there, and she sat and listened. She didn't speak, right? It was almost one of those like moments like this, you know, arms, uh, arms, uh, head on the uh, on the palms, and just gazing at Jesus, right? It was one of those kinds of moments, like, oh. This is incredible. He's here. It's incredible. Do you ever have those moments? Yeah. Or like you're just like so giddy and you're just like, oh man, I'm just with you, Jesus. Not with, I'm just with you. I'm just with you, Lord. You know? And you're just overcome. Right? This is the one thing that's most important. Right? This is what Jesus says in verse 42. But one thing is necessary. One thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken away from her. Right? This is an affection towards Jesus. Yes? This is an admiration towards Jesus. Yes? It's not just her being like, oh, wow, he's saying some really cool things that are really tickling my ears, and I really enjoy them because it's actually helping me be a better person. And I just, I'm just in this Jesus thing for self-help. And No, that's not what it is. Did you hear me? Am I moving too fast? Jesus is not a self-help book. The Bible is not a self-help book. Do you understand this? Mm -hmm. If that's the only reason you run to the Bible, then just stop running to the Bible and go go find a book at Barnes & Noble. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. He wants to help you, but it's not his end goal. Right? Mm -hmm. It's not his end goal. 
His end goal is for you to have one thing. Sit at his feet and gaze at him. Be in his presence and just listen. Right? Mary was not like, well, Lord, I just need this. I stubbed my toe last night and it's a little swollen, so help me out with that. And hey, hey, I've really got these boy problems and I've really got these girl problems and my family sucks and it's not about that. Are you hearing me tonight? Mm-hmm. Yes, he is a healer. But if we only tap into him as a healer, we're actually stifling everything else about him. Correct? If you only walk into a Holy Spirit, um, Holy Spirit party, <laughs> that's what I'll call it, and you're expecting just healing, I'm sorry, you're stifling what the Lord wants to do in that space. Do you understand that? Did you hear me? Yes. The one thing that is necessary is your gaze towards Jesus, your affection towards Jesus, your awe towards Jesus. Mary had nothing to say. She just wanted to listen. So often we are people who say, I have plenty to say, and I don't want to listen. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to listen. And I stomp my feet like a little kid. And I just say, I'm going to whine to you, Lord. <laughs> right? That's, that's what we've made up Jesus to be. Mm-hmm. Event session. Correct? And hey, he wants to hear all those things. But the one thing that's necessary is to sit at his feet and listen. Do you understand this is where true intimacy is born? Uh, I didn't get closer to Madison by talking her ear off. Right? Uh I got closer to Madison because she would talk my ear off and I would listen. Right? Nothing against her. We both have our moments. We have our exchange, right? But if I need to get to know Madison better, I'm going to listen. If I need to get to know Ashton better, I'm going to listen to her. I'm going to figure out what the actual root is, right? What is actually going on, right? When Andrew has something to tell me, I listen. I don't just hear him and then wait for a response and then say, okay, I got my response ready and everything else you say, boo, 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 right? No, listen to the entirety. This is so, so important. Because Martha had the nerve to go up to Jesus and say, Lord, whip her into shape. She should be serving with me, don't you think? He said, no, one thing is necessary. To sit at my feet and listen. Right? Mm -hmm. So often we get so busy in life, And we try to serve the Lord over here, over here, over here, and over there, and over there. We fill up our schedules with serving the Lord. And then because of that, I am filled with the Holy Spirit. I know the Lord better because I serve Him the best. False. That's a complete lie. A great pastor once said, if the devil can't can't take your attention, he'll just make you busy. Mm. And so often, this is a plague of what happens in ministry, right? Yeah. And hey, if you believe in Jesus, you're in ministry. Do you understand that? Yeah. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. Cool. I've got a couple notes tonight, but not much. 
Martha was just busy. Right? Don't get too busy serving the Lord where you don't sit at His feet and listen to what He has to say. Right? It's hard. It's hard. If I'm being real with you, it's really hard for me. I'm booked five nights a week with the home. You know? I'm not complaining about it. But I have to be extra intentional of sitting at his feet and listening to what he has to say. Right? Or else you don't want me up here. (laughs) You really don't want me up here if I'm just running around with my head cut off saying Jesus, Jesus, Jesus as much as I can and just serving him but not sitting at his feet because that's what he says is the one thing that's necessary. Do you understand the weight of that? Like Jesus said, this is the one thing that is necessary. Right? So we talked about these big commands tonight that Jesus has spoken. First one is, this is the greatest commandment. Yes? And the first commandment. And one thing is necessary. Correct? We have to live by these. It's three things. It really is just three things. How hard can it be? How hard can it be? We need to really take this seriously. We have to take this seriously. Psalm 17, 8 says, Keep me as the apple of your eye and hide me in the shadow of your wings. This is what the Lord does to us. The apple of my eye, right? The apple of his eye, sorry. What's that mean? Do you guys know what that means, you old souls in here? Anybody know? Jewel, do you know what that means? It's like the one that you care the most about. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. The one you care most about. That's how Jesus looks at you. That's what this says. Yeah. I'm not telling I, I'm just reading this. That's what that's what Jesus says about you. His his gaze and affection is that towards you. The one he cares most about. And then he protects you in the shadow of his wings. What's that mean? What's that mean? Hide me in the shadow of your wings. Oh, come on, nobody? Anybody have a guess? Yeah. Uh, guess. That's fine. Is it, is it even when you're, when you're, the places you would last think to look, the shadow of a thing is where you have to make sure that Jesus is with you in every single part of your Okay. Okay. Close. Yeah. I think that's a good truth, but I think that there's more to it. A mama bird does what? She grabs with her wings her little birdies. Yes? Her her eggs and protects. Hide me in the shadow of your wings. 
Lord, protect me with everything you've got. Hide me, right? That's what this psalm is saying. It's beautiful. That's how much the Lord loves us. That's how much He loves us. And I'm gonna, I'll flip the script in a second. But just that's how much He loves us. And then go to Songs of uh, Solomon, um, six three. You there? Oh, you got the electric Bible. Can you read it? Here you are. I found it. I'll read it. Jeez. It's, I know, we never go to this. It's to the right of Proverbs and Psalms. Jeez, what page? Oh, I got that on stroke. Huh? Oh, um, first, uh, what did I say? Six, six, three. Nobody ever goes to this one. Everybody calls it the seductive book. But if you actually read it, it's actually how much Jesus loves you. Songs of Solomon 6.3. Okay? So if you want to keep your pinky in it or something, then maybe it'll help. Cool? <laughs> Thanks for laughing. Uh, it says, I am my beloved's, and my beloved is mine. He grazes among the lilies. Beloved. Right? I am his beloved, and he is mine. Isn't that beautiful? Do you see how much the Father loves you? Do you see it? Like, can I paint a better picture? Have I? Have you been painted a picture? Nobody's, everybody's looking at me blankly. It's okay? Yeah. Yeah? yeah? Okay. All right. All right. Okay. The one thing that Jesus is referring to that's designed specifically for you is now private property. It has a no trespassing sign on it. Nothing else can enter into that area of your life. Do you understand that? Try to let another love come in that area of your life. First love, yes, has to be Jesus. It's private property, no trespassing. It's designed just for Him. Okay? Go to Matthew 10. I'm going to go all through the Scripture tonight, yes? finds his life will lose it and whoever loses his life for my sake will find it this is about loving Jesus <laughs> if I lose my life for him I actually find my life right yeah. a little counterintuitive but hey it's the way it goes when I lose my life to him I get caught up in love towards him and I actually find my true life in him that's the way it goes yes and again private property if I try to stick something else in that area 
I'm cheating on the Lord. Do you understand that we are called the bride of Christ? Do you understand this? Yeah. Like, to the same extent that I consider Madison my bride, I consider, or, uh, yeah, I, cons- I consider Madison my bride, and the way she considers me her husband is the same way that the Lord views us. Jesus is my husband. Straight up. He is my husband. And if I have a love that is distracted from that first and greatest love, that one thing is necessary kind of love, then I'm actually cheating on him. I'm actually adulterous. Yes? I'm actually prostituting him. Do you understand this? This is such a big deal. If I try to fit in my dog into that love, if I try to fit in my, my girlfriend into that love, if I try to fit in my friend into that love, my, my sports, my hobbies, my work, all of these things, I'm actually cheating on the place that, my, that Jesus is supposed to hold in my life. I'm prostituting then. He's my husband. When I say Jesus, like it says in Romans 10, when I say confess with my mouth and know in my heart or however it says it, I then am saying I am married to you, Jesus. Do you understand that that's that seal? That's the seal, right? Because my heart, my heart carries, my mouth speaks, correct? When I say that out loud, like Jesus, you're my all in all, I better mean it. I better mean it or else I'm cheating on him. I'm cheating on him. If I, I mean, how do I put it like more harsh so you guys are like, oh gosh. How do I, I, like it's the same, it's the same level the way you guys would react towards me if I cheated on Madison. Right? You wouldn't come to this place anymore. You'd be like, that guy's a freaking fraud. Right? Because you're always going to take Madison's side. Yes? Good. Everybody should go like this because she's better. Yes? If I cheat on her, then you're going to look at me in that same disgust. Like, how could you do that? How could you do that? Right? Do you understand the weight? Uh Right? We hate divorce. We do. We do. We don't want to see that. We don't want to see that in our houses. We don't want to see that in our friends' families. We don't want, to, we don't want that for ourselves. Right? It's a tragedy. Because something changed. When I'm split-focused to the Lord, I'm actually divorcing Him. It's sad. It's not good. I am my beloved's and He is mine. Right? He's the one thing. The one thing. And actually, if I love Him, I can actually love Madison better. (laughs) I can love the earthly better. Why? Because when I fall in love with Jesus, when I look down, my my perspective kind of shifts a little bit. My lens has kind of been changed a little bit. Right? The light has kind of hit my eyes and it makes me look at people differently as my brothers and sisters instead of people that I hate and despise and just another person on the road in front of me. You know, it's a human in front of you. Like, they're not just in your way. It's actually a person in front of you. That same person is like 
Jesus is really in love with too? Like they're not just in your way. They're not just dumb. You know? Like Madison challenged me, I think like the last year, she was like, yeah, I was just sitting in traffic and I just decided to start praying for the person in front of me. I'm like, what? That's a person? <laughs> I just thought they were in my way, you know? Like it, it shed that uh, kind of that different light on like, wow, there's a lot of people that I pass every single day while I drive. You know, there's a lot of people that you guys pass day to day in your schools, in your workplaces, wherever you go, you know, and you're, especially you, Jeez, there's a lot of people there, you know, but <laughs> it's like crazy. It just, it changes our perspective when we look down from Jesus, from our affection with Jesus, something changes about us. We're like, Wow. How can I love that person today? How can I show them God's love today? Right? Not for my own ego's sake. Not for my own self-worth sake. Making me feel like a better Christian. <laughs> but because Jesus. But straight up because of Jesus. Like, He calls us to do that. Right? Great Commission, now go to all the nations and tell them about how much I love them. Go everywhere and tell them how much I love them. Right? Isn't that cool? Okay. Um, yeah. John 14, 15. This reads, If you love me, you will keep my commandments. <laughs> right? If you love me, you will keep my commandments. What's the first and greatest command? Oh, groans too deep for words. <laughs> no, what's the greatest command? Somebody say it with confidence. Come on, come on. What's the greatest command? Yes, thank you. Thank you. It's, it's another verse, but yeah. Okay. Okay. If you love me, you will keep my commands, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper, capital H, Holy Spirit, to be with you forever. Even the Spirit of Truth, whom the world cannot receive because it's neither because it neither sees him nor knows him, you know him, for he dwells within you and will be in you. That's love. That's straight up love. Why would the Father send another piece of him again to earth? Are you guys seeing the weight of this? Like he keeps on sending people to earth. As if Jesus wasn't enough, 
Then he sends Holy Spirit down and says, now he's going to dwell in you. So you can always know my love and you can always be in my love. And you don't have to go find Jesus's feet because <laughs> they're in heaven now. And you, you can only just imagine them now, right? No, Holy Spirit now says you can sit in my presence. That's all Mary did was sit in the presence of Jesus. There's nothing sacred about his feet, right? It was being in his presence, right? The same way you guys are all in my presence and we're all in Andrew's presence. And that's the same way that we have capacity to be in Jesus's presence all the time. Like, we always talk about, oh, how great would it have been to be a disciple while Jesus was walking around on earth? And no, you're actually missing the point. You're missing the point. Because, yeah, they only got to live with him for a little bit. Yes? Uh We get to live with him all the time. Jesus actually went to mountains away from them sometimes. Right? Right? Now it's just us who go go places without him. Right? No. We have to stay with the Lord. Right? If Holy Spirit truly dwells in us, as it's promised, as Jesus promised in what we just read, then we can take Jesus... Sorry. Then we get to live with Jesus constantly. I don't just take him. He's not an accessory. I apologize, Lord. We get to live with Jesus constantly in His presence. Right? Because why? We're in love with Him. When I'm in love with Him, everything else shifts to how much can I love Jesus today? (laughs) Right? Like When you first fell in love, has anybody been in love? If you guys are dating, just don't raise your hand because it might be a little awkward in the room. One of you guys raise your hand or not. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we were at church and they were like, everybody's single, stand up. And they were like, anybody single, stand up. And I'm like, look at them. <laughs> and yeah, that was at church. Yeah. Did I stand up? Yeah, I think we both stood up. I can't remember. We both did the same. I was probably so pissed that I was there that I probably didn't stand up. It's like, oh, you're doing, you're catcalling me. Not an object. <laughs> For you to She's, I'm a freaking person. I'm a dinner person. <laughs> I managed a piece of hair to ogle at. Seriously. Right? If you're in love, right? If you're in love and you have this affection towards somebody, everything changes. Go to Jeremiah 31. And I think we'll close with this. We'll see. Oh, I do. The Lord appeared to him from far away. I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, I've continued my faithfulness to you. Let me read it again. I think it's just really beautiful. 
the Lord appeared to him from far away. I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, I have continued my faithfulness to you. Do you understand that this is the Lord speaking? I have loved, and this is Jeremiah, who is a what? He's a prophet. So when there's a prophet that says something, it's from who? It's from the Lord. And where does it stop? Huh? (laughs) Where does it stop? Never. Right? If it's from the Lord, His word never comes back void. never ends. It's true forever. Correct? And He says, My love is everlasting to you. Is this just to Jeremiah? No. No, of course not. It was for him in the moment, but actually, it's prophetic. I have an everlasting love for you, and my faithfulness will continue. That's how much Jesus and the Lord loves you. He loves to love you. He loves to love you. He never gets tired of it. He's never not in the mood to love you. He always feels like loving you. He's always excited to love you. He's captivated by you. His affection is toward you. His love is kind. Yes? What's the rest of that say? His love does not boast. His love does not envy. His love is not self-seeking. His love is perfect and beautiful. Uh, loved ever. Where is it? Thirteen, yeah. 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 Here it is, verse four. His love is patient and kind. This love does not envy or boast. It's not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It's not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice in wrongdoing, but rejoices with truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes for all things, and endures all things. That's not just read at weddings. It's actually the way the Lord looks at you. Do you understand that? And what's that follow? It talks about all the spiritual giftings. If I don't love, I can't work in the miraculous. Hey, did you hear me? If I don't love, I can't work in the miraculous. And don't try if you don't love. If I speak in tongues of men or of angels, but have not love, I'm a noisy gong. (laughs) Or a clanging cymbal. And if I have prophetic powers, and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and have faith that I can move mountains, but I don't love, I'm actually nothing. And to freak you out a little bit more, it's the same person who works in prophetic powers. You see how it says prophetic powers? It's the same person that says, but Lord, didn't I prophesy in your name? Mm 
and do all of these things in your name and cast out demons in your name and then the Lord will say what? Depart from me. I never knew you. It's these same kind of people. If you don't love and you try to do all of it, sorry, sit down and shut up. Okay? If I give all that I have and I deliver up my body to be burned but I do not love, I gain nothing. And then it says love is patient, love is kind. <laughs> you guys just heard that at weddings, yeah? You guys just hear that, oh, well, this is the way love is. This is how I'm supposed to feel about my significant other. No, it's actually how you're supposed to feel about the Lord. <laughs> it's how you're supposed to feel about the Lord. Like I married somebody last year and they asked me to do that verse and I said no. <laughs> What? I did a wedding. Yeah. Isn't that what I said? Yeah. Yeah, you said yeah. I married someone last year. Some people. Oh, I married people. I yeah. made a marriage happen. Oh. oh. See, a couple yeah. people didn't get Like, I, there were two people in love, and I said, hey, I'm going to marry you. You're really confused there, buddy. Yep. Yep. Married a bunch of people. The Old Testament says it's fine. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> But Second Timothy does not. <laughs> All right. At the end of the day, <laughs> at the end of the day, if I try to walk in the miraculous, live by First Corinthians twelve and the gifts of the Holy Spirit, but I do not love, I'm going to look like an idiot. Yes. Who wants to look like an idiot? Cool. Nobody. <laughs> Okay. Uh, somebody turns the Song of Solomon four nine for me, and then the rest of you turn to First John four nineteen. You do. Jaden's got that one. First John four nineteen. Everybody else turn to that one. Jaden, read it. How far? Uh, Song of Solomon 4 9, just 9. Okay. You've captivated my heart, my sister, my bride. You've captivated my heart with one glance of your eyes, uh, with one jewel of your necklace. His love has what? What's the word yours says? Captivated. Captivated. Other translation says ravished. Uh. Ravished. Your love has ravished my heart. And it's taken me over. Yeah, we've heard that song? Yeah. Yeah, it's a great song. It's very truth. Very truth. Whatever that means. It's very true. Right? His love has hopefully ravished us. Yes? And our love should ravish Him. Yes? It's this give and take. This, this, this back and forth that we have to have with the Lord. Yes? Right? He loves us so that we can love everybody else. First John 4.19 says what? We love because He first loved us. Say it a little louder. We love because He first loved us. Yes. If anyone says, I love God and hates his brother, he's a liar. <laughs> that's the verse that, that's after it. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> he's a liar. For he does not love his brother. He can't see the love of God. Whoever loves God must also love his brother. 
or sister, or mother, or father? Yes? Yeah. I can't fully love the Lord if I have division in my heart. Because is, is that of the Lord? No. Everybody better say no. It's not of the Lord. Correct? If I am divided, a kingdom can't be divided. I'm either part of the heavenly kingdom or a different one. Eek. I have to love. Love, love, love. First, love the Lord with all my heart, mind, and soul. Yes? That's the first and greatest. Yes? Then, the only one thing is necessary. What is that one thing? Sitting. Yes. In His presence, listening. You want to understand His voice? Wait for it. Yeah? And hey, you've heard the Lord's voice before. That's why you're here. That's why you say that you love Jesus. Okay? You can't just all of a sudden, Oh, I love Jesus. I'm going to give my entire life to Him. (laughs) Uh, And I didn't hear anything about Him. No, you heard His voice. That's how that happens. Okay? Okay? Okay. Cool. And then, I can't have any hate in me, or else I can't fully love the Lord. Okay? Let me read 19 again. We love because He first loved us. We can only love Him because He first loved us. We can only love others because He first loved us. Correct? Yeah. Do you guys understand how important this is? God is love. Jesus is love. He demonstrated perfect love. Right? It's not like he went into a area and said, actually, I don't really like that guy. I'm not going to heal him. Ouchie. Jesus didn't do that. Right? Because that's actually how we navigate life. That's not how Jesus navigated life. If we have hate towards anybody, decision against anybody, then I can't actually love anybody. Understand? Cool. Sweet. Questions? Huh? Concerns. You should read that uh, verse. uh, It talks about uh, Jesus dying while we were still sinners. I don't know what that verse is, though. I don't know either. Dang it. I don't know if I'll find it. Don't receive that. Yeah, he still died, even though... I mean, here, let me paint the perfect picture. Oh, thank you, Andrew. I knew I needed to talk about this. Hey, do you understand that Judas was at the table? Yeah. Yeah. Judas was at the table. Judas, actually, Jesus even selected Judas to be his apostle. That's crazy. Do you understand the weight of that? He said, even though I know what's going to happen, I know that this guy's going to betray me. I know. I know it. But I'm still going to select him. I'm still going to love him. I'm still going to welcome him to my table. That's what the Lord does every single day with us. Even though he knows that action that we're going to take. Whether it's when we walk out of this door, whether it's in this door, 
whether it is next week, whether it's tomorrow, whatever it is, he knows that that action that you're going to make, that thought that you're going to think, that stupid thing that you're going to do, he knows it, and he still decides to love you. Can you believe that? Oh, no. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> and then he'll go even to the length where Judas just betrayed me, and then I'm actually going to die for all of his sins. Uh-huh. I'm actually going to go get a cross. I'm going to put it on my back. I'm going to pin myself to it. And I'm going to die for him, even though he betrayed me. Mm-hmm. Who's been betrayed? Yeah, probably a lot of you. Jesus died for that person. I, I, like, I feel so strong about this. Like, I feel like the Lord is calling us to lay our lives down for significant people. Mm. For people that we've neglected. Mm. For people that we've said, nope, you're just a lost cause. For people that we're so frustrated with. For people like that. And we have a long list, I'm sure. Right? And he's saying, I want you... To live as if you were to fill their role. Does that make sense? To fill their place yeah. in this earth so that they can come to know me. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. There's no greater love than this. I mean, it's so important. So, so often we just think, oh yeah, Judas, he just betrayed him. But no, actually, Jesus knew about the betrayal and he still said, I love you, Judas. Yeah. He's still, I'm going to show you everything about who I am. I'm going to show you everything that you can walk in. You know, Judas still said, nah, I want the money. Yeah. Right? We shake our head at it, but we do it every single day. I want the money, so I'm going to compromise. I want that, I want that, uh, I want that reputation, so I'm going to compromise. Yeah. I mean, Peter did it. He denied Jesus three times. Why? Because of his reputation. He was like, no, 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 no. I don't know that guy. Uh That guy's weird. I don't know him. Uh That guy's dumb. Yeah, yeah, he's so dumb. Yeah, no, all right? That's what Peter did. Compromised. Compromised. Jesus even did the, uh, I mean, like set the scene there. Like he denied three times and then Jesus was over there and they locked eyes and was like, oh, frick. That's what happened. Like this is really, it's a really big deal. It's a huge deal. I don't want us to take it lightly. Right? I don't want us to take it lightly anymore. We need to love Jesus again. We have to love Jesus again. If we don't, we're messing up. If you don't, you're actually leading people astray of what Jesus looks like. Did you hear me? If I don't love Jesus, I'm actually leading people astray of what Jesus actually is and who He actually is and what what He called us to do and all of the things that are tied up in His name. I can't just call myself a Christian anymore. I can't. I actually have to fall in love with Jesus again. It says, pick up your cross daily. What's that actually mean? Pick up that affection daily. That's what it symbolizes now. Yes, was it a death sentence? Correct. But it actually symbolizes to us how much Jesus loves us. 
Correct? Yeah. I have to get that cross on daily. That's what Scripture says. Pick up your cross daily. Fall in love with Jesus daily. Uh Why does it say that? Because there's going to be moments that I fall out of it. (laughs) Right? Yeah. I'm going, I I, I have to reset every single day. Right? Same way you do every single day. Maybe you don't do it with Jesus yet, but as of today, you're probably going to do it. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, man, that was the weakest yes I've ever heard. (laughs) Right? We have to fall in love with him again. He's everything. He's everything. He really is. He's everything. He is our all in all. He is our Alpha and Omega. His heart burns for us. Right? And we're not alone in it. Holy Spirit's with us. Focus on Him, the one thing necessary. And then love the world. Right? Yeah. Stop throwing around this fake love. I'm so sick of it. I'm sick of it. I'm done with it. Stop throwing it around. It's fake. It's counterfeit. It's not, it's not of the Lord. Don't, don't say I love pizza and then I love Jesus in the same moment. It's stupid. You sound like an idiot when you do that. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, I just love Jesus. I like the taste of pizza. Do I love it? No. I have to be an idiot. There's only one thing that I can love. The way I love Jesus. Correct? Yeah. All right. Jesus, thank you for who you are. Thank you that you love us despite of us. Thank you that 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 love that you have towards us goes past any boundaries. That your love has zero end. I can never see the end of it. And thank you for laying down your life for us so that we could walk in intimacy with you. So that we could portray your love everywhere we go. Lord, you, Jesus, you talked earlier in, in your time on earth about how we are to be lights of the world and how silly it would be to light a lamp and then put it in the attic where nobody can use it. Lord, may that not be us, that we're in the attic, that we're not under a basket, but that our love is shining everywhere. They will know us by our love. So Lord, I just declare over this entire room that our our affection, our hearts, our minds, our souls would be tied up in you. Nothing else. Nothing else. That we would only only get lost in who you are, Jesus. That we would only desire you. That we would only fall in love with you, Jesus. That we would seek you. And only you. Lord, I pray against the, that, that Judas spirit. That compromising spirit that's so, that I fall into, Lord, that everybody in this room falls into. I pray against it in Jesus' name. 
And I pray that we would, that we would correct ourselves before we act on it. And that, Lord, as, as our mind is more tied up in you, that it would be filtered out right away. Jesus, would we fall in love with you again? Would all of our attention and all of our gaze, would we just sit at your feet and just listen to what you have to say? And be in awe and wonder just in that moment. Nothing more, nothing less. No agenda, no expectations. Just with you, Jesus. Just with you, Jesus. Lord, I pray that you would wake us up to fall in love with you again. That we would go to sleep in love with you. And that, Lord, you would captivate our dream life but just love, 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 love. And that agape love that only you can portray. It would no be, that there would not be any time wasted for you to love us and for us to love you. Jesus, thank you for your sacrifice. Thank you for showing us true love and true adoration. May we walk in it day by day and never get tired of it. Not only discover more of who you are by your love. Thank you, Jesus. And we all said, Amen. Amen.